brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. Hello and thank you for downloading the podcast. The first thing you're going to notice is just how fresh and young this all feels because Matt Dyson's taken the day off. At last, we've got rid of Dad. God, now I really feel like the shackles are off. I'm broadcasting with a smile on my face. I'm going to just hang out with my fellow millennials. What we're going to do, probably uh, make some electronic dance music, just stick it on our gram, come up with a load of hashtags. Yeah, guys? Yeah? Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. I want to know your first thoughts. I'm always intrigued by them. One day I plan to publish a coffee table book made up entirely of (laughs) listeners' first thoughts. And we've had some great ones over the years. We really have. Um, I mean, I'd like to start by saying I can't believe it is National Stationery Week again. No, it me neither. Around, it comes so around quick. so fast. It really does. Of course, beginning April 29th and ending May 5th. Yeah. It is World Stationery Day today. And it was this time last year that on the Home Time Show, I first used a Bic Cristal 0.4. Have you, ever, have you ever written anything with one of those bad boys? No, I mean, I've dreamt. Can't say I have. You've dreamt of writing some of those bad boys. <laughs> they are one of the finest pens. And I don't know if I dreamed this or whether you told me this, Emma, but the reason that pens aren't perfectly circular and they have these little, like, kind of hexagonal ridges yeah. is that they don't roll off the desk. Well, some are, more, some are more round than others, aren't they? Because some do have a more rollability. They're the ones on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> this big little bad not boy. The it's not going anywhere. And the reason that we celebrate um, National Station Week is because we've been sent stuff in from what? a PR company. We don't get much, but when we do, it's always the best quality. No, and my first thought is always, is it edible? Um, and I hope this isn't. Uh, it's not edible. I would advise you not to. This pen, which is the the Schaefer number one rollerball pen. Oh, wow. Yeah, nice. that's a good one. Do you think it's 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 suspiciously fat though, isn't it? Like it could be it could but, be called but, of water but, or a camera or roll, rollerball and fountain pens are always very chubby. Right. Yeah. Mm. I hadn't noticed until now. No, Because yeah, I like I to stick my pen in the back of my paper diary, but I won't be able to fold it round that little bad boy. No, you wouldn't. You need a ring binder for that. <laughs> I've got I've got two line maker <laughs> pens from DeWent. Nice. Nice. One each. Yeah. Oh, if we're lucky. Shotgun I'm the spreading blade. the love. And I've got a badge that says, I am a stationary addict. <laughs> <laughs> and to quote the famous saying, when the fun stops, yeah. stop. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. I'm asking for your first thoughts. Hi, Dave and the team. My first thought is, why do six-year-olds think it's a good idea to cut their own hair? Not what I wanted to see at 5.30am. Debbie, a very shocked mum. Well, good morning, Debbie. Yeah, six-year-olds cutting their own hair. Matt? (laughs) It's normally where you say something. (laughs) Matt? We've got nothing about six-year-olds without Matt here. He's the only one with Um, one. We've all been one at some point, but I I don't remember. Ever cut your own hair? Don't remember ever holding scissors to any extent. Remember just being told not to run with them. In one of the longest story arcs in history, when Evangeline turns six in five and a half years' time, <laughs> I'll have a zinger for you there, Debbie. I really will. Uh, keep your first thoughts coming at 8 to 12, 15. And you know what? As a little added thing, we'll get the teams as well as more of your own. If you didn't have a first thought this morning or you don't want to play, then here's a little challenge for you. Matt Dyson's not here. He's got the day off. What would Matt's first thought be? <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Good morning, everybody. Coming up, I have a huge announcement. One of your favourite artists is back with brand new music. I'll tell you who it is a little later on. 
But now we're embroiled in first thoughts. Dave, why do some people seem so surprised and underprepared when traffic lights turn green? Oh. It's like they weren't expecting them to turn green from Lisa in Sandhurst. This was one of my Let It Goes once upon a time. I remember it. Mm. It's kind of like, it's a bit like peekaboo with a baby, isn't it? They go, green! They go, <laughs> <laughs> It's like, no, now you move away. You go. Green! <laughs> It's going to sit here and look at it for a while. Matt's first thoughts. Now, we love that you're doing this. Matt's got the day off, so you're thinking what you imagine Matt would have said in this section of the show. I think Matt's first thought was, shall I use a spoon or a fork to eat my avocado pear with for breakfast from Scott on the M6? (laughs) Matt hasn't had a first thought yet, Dave. He's still asleep from Chris making a very good point in Hemel Hempstead. Dave, Matt's first thought. I wonder what I can buy from Wix this bank holiday weekend, and that's from Daz from Coventry. Well, Daz, our friends with DIY Benefits, Wix, are currently offering 25% off kitchen installations and 15% off showroom bathrooms. Both offers end on Monday, of course, so you're probably right. He'll be down there like a monkey, monkey, same, same up a drain pipe. <laughs> <laughs> Keep them coming. 8 to 12, 15. Emma, what was your first thought this morning? I accidentally used Stefan's toothbrush this morning. Um, and I was wondering whether I should tell him or not. My um, girlfriend did the other day, not Stefan's toothbrush, but my, I, I, I hope That would not. be weird. Um, but she just told me straight away. And even though I just, yeah, that's put me There's off the toothbrush. I don't know if that's unfair, that's, that's unfair to her, but at the same time, I, I don't want to use a toothbrush no, again. No, no. I was actually going to, it's so weird you say, I was going to use this for my, um, for my cool badge a little later on this morning. But I opened the cupboard where we store our toothbrushes and we have uh, Philips Sonicare because I did a little gig with them once and they gave me two toothbrushes. Mm-hmm. Not as a fee. <laughs> and I, know I got paid in flops yeah, yeah. for that particular gig. You did a gig for that pen company recently, didn't you? <laughs> but we've got... Oh, it really gets the flack out. Um, but we, we have... So we have identical toothbrushes, but hers is white and mine is black. And they fall in their little glass things and they'd lent against each other so their heads were touching. And I actually... I thought, oh, it looks like they're kissing. Mm-hmm. That's a cool badge moment, isn't it? I would oh, think God. that's disgusting. And you would think that's germ sharing, yeah. Not, not romantic. Yeah. Black and white are quite cool for toothbrush colours, I think. I think rega- I, I don't think I'm ever going to reach an age where I still don't select my toothbrush based on whether or not it's a boy's colour or a girl's colour. That's yeah. so silly. Yeah, I bought a pack of three disposable ones for a trip away recently and they were purple, they were mauve and they were another shade of mauve and I just didn't, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I was so, am I a boy or a girl? I don't know. I really don't know anymore. Uh, Glenn, what was your first thought? I probably should have put those in the wash. Um, I I noticed my jeans this morning and remembered that when walking home last night, uh, I trod on something and heard a very miniature bang, like a very small landmine almost um, and I looked down um, to find uh, and the conclusion I came to is, is Domino's really managed to stuff a lot of barbecue sauce in those tubs oh no and I just trod on a discard an unopened discarded one on the street who the, throws those away no idea oh, yeah, well imagine if it was the garlic one um, <laughs> uh, but I just looked down at my jeans to just find, there was so much barbecue sauce all over me because it just shot upwards oh. so I just had to go to a supermarket and just get baby wipes and just be desperately sort of wiping myself down in the street because <laughs> I was covered in barbecue sauce. We'll leave you with that image. Glenn will be back in two minutes' time for your sport. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. We were asking you for what would be Matt's first thoughts. He's got the day off today and Kevin Chepstow says, Good morning, team. How are we supposed to guess Matt's first thoughts when we can't even match any words of him on five words, five grand? That's a good point. Dave, I have the day off as well, so I'm very much monkey, monkey, same, same. Well, enjoy, Kev. Well earned. <laughs> And now we turn our attentions to the UK's most valuable house number. 
Okay. Yeah, that's pretty interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, we get a flurry of press releases into the show every so often, and, uh, you know, this one really stood out to me. Which is the nation's most valuable house number? Wonder no more, everybody, because the research has been done. The numbers are in, literally. But, you know, I'd like to get your opinion on this. Emma Jones, what do you think is the most valuable door number in all of the UK? So this is obviously on average house prices, up yeah. and down the country, up and down the land. Yeah. And they boiled it all down. Some estate agent has. What do you I think? I think it's going to be a low number because it won't be on a very long and busy street. Um, it might be in a cul-de-sac or something like that. So I think... cul-de-sacs. A cul-de-sacs, mm. plural. Mm. I think somewhere between... I'm going to say 14. OK, well, let me hit you with this little thing. Uh, the research shows that when it comes to a house, single digits are so last year. In what? fact, just one single-digit number makes up the top 50 most expensive houses. What? What? With an average price of £298,879, um, the most expensive single-digit number comes in at number 43, and it's number one. Oh. Yeah, it would have to be number one. Number Surely. One. Yeah, but only at number 43 in the top 50. <laughs> But what, that doesn't have an effect on the house price or value, does it? Hey. They sort of go, look, it's a great location, but unfortunately it is number nine. <laughs> and they go, oh, we're going to withdraw our offer. Listen, this research <laughs> has been done by estate agents, and if you're saying they're not trustworthy in any way, Glenn, then I think... <laughs> no, it's been done by estate agents, but a collective of insane ones. So we've got 14. It's one number, and it's wrong. Glenn, have a little guess at this. So the nation's most valuable house number. Hit me with a number, basically. 88. 88. Oh, it's high. Play along out there. I'll be revealing the UK's most valuable house number. <laughs> Next. Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Good morning. If you're just joining us, we're discussing the UK's most valuable house number. Emma went for 14. Mm. Glenn went for 88. And I stand by that. And so you should, sir. It's wrong. Hmm. It is wrong. <laughs> the um, estate agents are wrong. Is it, <laughs> is it number 26 after the year Queen Elizabeth II was born, says Lee from Middlesbrough? Wow. Mm. That's quite a niche thing to yeah. put into Zoopla, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And if people are, like, refusing to buy the house, it's number 27. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm waiting until 26 comes through. Prince Charles was born on the 15th. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, Got to be number 1,122, says Stuart in Kearney. Got to be number seven, Dave, from Kenny in Featherston. Number 125, questions Will Johnson. Well, I can reveal, wonder no more, the UK's most valuable house number is 713. No way. House numbers don't even go up that high in this country. I, I thought the same. I've seen it, obviously, in the States. It's American. But I, I don't know how many people feel about having 13 in their door number, but maybe they're not kind of superstitious like I. I don't like, like any I. of that. I hate odd numbers. That's my worst house number it's ever. It's odd. It's got 13 in it. Yeah. It's so far up the road. Yeah. There's yeah. going to be a hill involved in that somewhere. Do you know what? It's always American roads that have a huge amount of numbers. Like the White House is 1,600 or something like that. And so it must only be on houses where they're like, all the houses are really fancy. So maybe on a, a road where there's 700 houses... It must be really, really fancy. There must be one really fancy house 
And yeah. so maybe that's where they've got that from. So they've mm. kind of built it on a plot where it normally would have been 14 houses. Yeah. 713 yeah. 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 And it's got a swimming pool. Also, if you number 713 and it's a house, just name your house something. Go full partridge and call it the Cinnamons or something yeah. like that. Uh, with an average house price of £612,847, 713 is on average uh, the most expensive door number in the land. Followed closely by the big hitters, 711, 709, and then oh, holding up the rear, 855-529-715-417-655, legs 11, two fat ladies, <laughs> 88. <laughs> Don't worry, everybody, because tomorrow, oh, yes, live from 6am, I'll be bringing the details of the UK's most expensive flat number. <laughs> <laughs> The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. So, in his absence, we're asking you for what you imagine Matt Dyson's first thoughts would be. And winning a Dave Berry Breakfast Show mug is Leslie. For Matt's first thought is, was that a police whistle at 4am? <laughs> but what I love about Leslie's suggestion is the Dyson's in the detail because he only ever talks about that on Wednesday mornings. So oh, that my God. Oh, wow, yeah. Is a breakfast show cup well-earned, Leslie. Thank you very much indeed. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. The warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. We're coming up at eight, so in just over 45 minutes' time, I have a huge announcement. One of our favourite artists has, well, quite frankly, surprised the industry and people beyond by creating some new music. This person's going to be joining me on the show tomorrow morning and we're going to be playing the new stuff for you. It's the first time you're going to get to hear it. All will be revealed, as I say, in just over 45 minutes' time. But right now, have you ever had to borrow someone else's clothes? Most recently, because last week was so warm, the UK was bathed in glorious sunshine. Mm. And like many people, I wasn't the only one who was duped into thinking, we're now in the summer, this is going to last forever. So last week when I went to Derbyshire, to my in-laws' house, I was massively underprepared for the, the tail end of the storm mm. that was going to hit us. So I had to borrow my mother-in-law's cagoule. <laughs> Thank you very much indeed, Lynn. I love the cagoule. Um, so I wanted to know when you've had to borrow someone else's clothes because it got me to thinking. I remember I was, uh, I was I used to host a kids' TV show, mm. and around that same time, um, The Strokes had just released their debut album. And who I wanted to like, I wanted to like Julian Casablancas. That mm. was he was my style inspiration. Yeah. So I went into the studios one day dressed as the front man of The Strokes. Because kids would find that very relatable. Well, let me tell you, my boss's exact <laughs> words were, take that off, put on a colourful T-shirt and introduce Sabrina the Teenage Witch. <laughs> well, OK. So I, I took off my Casablanca's uh, attire and had to borrow the, very kind of him, Steve, lovely Steve, the floor manager, lent me the shirt he was wearing because underneath he was wearing a vest. So that whole broadcast, here's oh. a little peek behind the camera, I'm wearing a shirt too big for me because it belongs to Steve, who is a bigger guy than me. Mm. And Steve did the whole thing, countdown from five, four, come to you in three just wearing a white vest. <laughs> like like John McClay, yeah. <laughs> exactly right. Um, so, you know, Emma, have you ever had to borrow someone else's clothes for any reason? Yeah, I um, I had to borrow a whole outfit from my older sister when I was marathon training last year. I ran from my house to her house. I live in South London. She lives in North East London. In my running stuff, obviously. Hadn't really thought about how I was going to get back. And it was I was training through the winter, so it was cold. But she's not the same size as me, so she just got all her smallest clothes out and gave them to me to get 
it on the tube home, but it was like my running trainers, her smart work trousers, like a twin set cardigan and a trench coat. And I've still got them all. <laughs> okay, little, so like a kid in the dressing up box is how you looked on the tube. Yeah, yeah. Trying to sneak into the cinema. Like, I am 18 years old. <laughs> it's true. I like, if you've had to borrow someone else's clothes as a disguise, that's a really good That's a really good point. I disguised myself as a middle-aged man when trying to get served in a Trafalgar tavern <laughs> because no one, no one under the age of 18 would wear a light green moleskin four-button blazer <laughs> like the one I'd pilfered from Dad's wardrobe. No, no one uh, under the age of 18. Glenn, have you ever had to borrow someone else's clothes? Yeah, and it backfired horribly. I went to see Oasis at Heaton Park in Manchester about 10 years ago. What a gig. Uh, it was great. And I, I, I was staying with, me and my friend were staying at his identical twin's house. Um, don't know why, the identical twin thing was irrelevant, but I, I felt it was important. <laughs> um, and in the morning, we were so, all our clothes were so sort of covered in mud and stuff because we'd been in this part of the previous day. But his uh, his brother was like, look, if you want to, if you need to borrow anything like that, I was like, I, I, I need to borrow a pair of socks. I'm really sorry. And he was like, no, no, it's fine. Oh, there's like one pair of socks in my drawer, but just, you know, borrow them. And there were loads of pairs of socks in his drawer. So I just took whichever one I wanted. And then we got a text later on from him going, did, did you actually take a pair of socks in the end? I said, yeah, took it from this drawer. And he went, no, 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 sorry. And he's, he had a designated, not a washing basket, a dirty socks drawer. What? That's crazy. And I that's was wearing crazy. his, like, his used socks. A pair of used socks. Oh, that's too intimate. So, that's too intimate. Oh. So unpleasant. And also had never met him before. Oh, you never that met- was the first time I'd met him. And then I wore his socks. There's a world of difference between wearing your mother-in-law's cagoule and wearing a stranger's dirty socks. <laughs> that's one thing we've learned. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. So we're having a little chinwag about when have you had to borrow someone else's clothes. Dave. It's Glastonbury 1998. I'm watching Blur on the Pyramid stage. Meanwhile, someone is stealing my clothes and sleeping bag from my tent, from Claire in Kent. This is very sad. But not my husband's. I spent the rest of Glasto 98 dressed as a man. <laughs> <laughs> no one would care or notice, Claire, and thank you for getting in touch. This text from Andy starts, WOMEN'S CLOTHES! <laughs> it got my attention on the text machine, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I once had to borrow my wife's shorts when in France to wear as budgie smugglers in the swimming pool as my swimming shorts were deemed to be street clothes and were against pool rules. What? That's from Andy. Harsh. I know, but I would. I think if I was in charge of the swimming pool, I'd rather somebody wearing their street mm. swimming shorts mm. yeah. than their I think wife's that, budgie smugglers. I think that might be France. Someone told me recently that public pools in France only accept speedos on men. Do they really? Well, apparently so. Just got to make a quick call. <laughs> <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. We're currently talking about one of the times you've had to borrow someone else's clothes. And joining us right now, on the train, Absolute Radio's very own, Jay Lawrence. Good morning, Jay. Good morning, how are you? Very good, my man. How are you? Yeah, I'm OK. I'm just trying to be wary that there are some people asleep on the train. Sorry, apologies, apologies if I'm a bit loud or quiet, whatever. We will, we will be <laughs> respectful of your fellow commuters, Jay, and we're so thankful that you called in because we love your story. We've only got a few lines of text about it. But effectively, this begins with your neighbour locking himself out of his flat the other day. Right, OK, yeah, let me explain this, right? OK, so picture this, right? I'm in the flat and I hear this loud noise from downstairs. I'm thinking, what's going on? I go downstairs and some guy is drilling into my neighbor's flat. Uh, my neighbor is outside and I'm like, what's going on? He says, so I opened the door to the flat and then beca- because uh, he needed to open the door for somebody, then had to go all the way down because obviously need to open the bottom uh, door as well. 
He then realised that he'd locked himself out of the flat, didn't have his keys, didn't have his phone, and he was in a towel. Oh. Oh, it's the holy trinity of nightmares. <laughs> he was in a towel, so then what does he do? Instead of thinking, right, I'm going to knock on my neighbour's door, see if he's got some spare clothes or whatever, he borrows her clothes. What, the person who's opened the door for? Second date. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, I, I think there's a ploy. I think he was deliberately in the towel. This sounds a bit like Anchorman. I don't know if you heard me working out, yeah. mate. 1,001, <laughs> <laughs> I did wonder if it was a little bit like that, though. But, I mean, that's bold move. Second date, you know? That is a really bold move. Do you know what, what she what she borrowed him? What, what was he wearing? What? Well, that's the thing. I think Right, this is the bit that confuses me. Where did these extra clothes come from? Did she have them already with her? Did she? Did he have to go back to hers to get them? Because if so, did he just like walk to hers in a in a towel, get in the car? And then she towel? had a selection of menswear already available in her wardrobe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> It gives a really odd impression of the day of like, how was the second date? It's like, I took her clothes off of my body. <laughs> <laughs> I hung a towel on the door handle. <laughs> no, no, I really, I did. I, I locked myself out of my flat. Um, and then, Jay, this guy popped up somewhere recently on television, we believe. You might have seen him on first date. I won't reveal who it is, but he's a really nice guy. It was just... I just didn't know. You know, like when something happens and you just have so many questions, but also no questions at the same time. <laughs> First dates really need to start showing the second date because really that is do. the more interesting one, yeah, clearly. Just everyone in the town. Yeah. This guy is a player. Um, Jay, thanks for calling in, my friend. Happy commute home, and uh, it's lovely yeah, having you on the show. By the way, Jay's brilliant new show, Through the Decades, is back Friday and Saturday evenings from 10 pm. Jay, see you soon, my man. See you later, mate. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Good morning. Time now for radio's easiest game to play, but the hardest one to win. Five words. Five grand. Absolute radio. And giving it a go this morning in Windsor, we have Melanie. Good morning, Melanie. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, team. How are you doing? Hello. <laughs> Not too bad. Well, it's lovely having you on the show. Let's spin that player generator, shall we, and see who you're playing with today. Five words, five grand. Player generator. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Glenn Moore. Free choice. Matt Dyson. Emma Jones. Glenn Emma Jones. Ooh. Hey, you're okay, in play. Okay. You are in play. Morning. Melanie, is that good news in your world? Bad news or indifferent? I've not heard Emma play this game yet, so I don't know, but I think it's all luck of the draw, to be fair. She is the... Well, it is luck of the draw, you're right. She is the only person to have successfully matched five words in the past. Mm. Oh, good news. She is our champion. Emma, how are you feeling about being in play? I'm hoping I can perform better than I have been recently. You were the champion, then you really had a real fall away. from grace. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. let's see if you can clamber back on top and win Melanie £5,000. Please put on the headphones so you can't hear anything being said in the studio. Melanie, I'm going to give you five words. Say the first word that pops into your mind. I'll give Emma the same words. If all five words match you in £5,000, that's five words, five grand. Are you ready? I'm ready. Good luck. <clears throat> the first word today is... Train. Journey. <laughs> Can you ask Emma to move away from that? <laughs> Mic's down. Thanks, thanks <laughs> Just hear a little bit of uh, hip-hop bleeding through there. Your second word is sand. 
Beach. Silver. Gold. Finger. Uh, ring. And finally, Melanie. School. Teacher. That is a fine set of words, Melanie, in my opinion. <laughs> well done to you. We'll get Emma Jones. The same five words, we'll get her answers. It's coming next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Five words. Five grand. Absolute radio. Melanie, the time has come. Hi. <laughs> it's exciting, isn't it? Got my fingers crossed. Okay. We've got everything crossed for you. I thought it was a solid set of answers. Glenn disagrees. But, you know, that's five words, five grand. So right, don't dump me in it. I didn't no, say a word on it. I didn't say a thing. You did the mime for zero, which I... No, I didn't. No, no. Unless you it were was putting the... your fist in the air as a sign of it, solidarity. It, yeah, it was the OK symbol and I forgot to put the other three fingers upwards. <laughs> we're all behind you, Melanie. We really are. Emma? Hi. You're in play. OK. Are you ready? Yeah. Good luck. First word this morning is... Train... Station. No. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Melanie. Train journey. Oh, okay. Both both valid answers. <sighs> let's move on, shall we, for prize? Oh, it's never fun when you've got to do the other four now, is it? Let's go. Let's, <laughs> let's go through them, Melanie. Stay right there. <laughs> okay. Sand. Castle. Beach. <laughs> Silver. Gold. Yay! Yay! Finger. Thumb. Oh. Ring. Yeah, okay. And finally, to make it two out of five, school. Uh, school holiday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Teacher. Yep. Two very different looks at the education system there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Melanie, it's been lovely having you on the show. Sorry you didn't win this time. No problem. Thank you very Take much. Take care. Enjoy the rest of your week. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Yes, with a record-breaking 10 consecutive number one albums. And that whole, you know, providing the soundtrack to a generation thing, I am thrilled to say that Noel is on The Breakfast Show tomorrow morning. And with him, he brings the brand new Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds track. It's all happening tomorrow morning from 8.30. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. We've just announced that tomorrow, around this time, Noel Gallagher is going to be on the show and he's bringing brand new music from Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds. We're going to play it for you, as I say, tomorrow morning. But right now, it's all about handing in the cool badge. And I'll tell you first up, and this only just happened seconds ago, producer Sam has found a label-making machine he stumbled across it, and uh, so he's been going crazy, and he made Emma a name badge, it said Emma, and he made Glenn a name badge, it said Glenn, and then producer Sam made himself a name badge, and it said Legend. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the Legend badge and the cool badge, please, producer Sam. Ridiculous stuff. Um, I kind of touched on how I handed mine in this week earlier on in the show when we were live from six. Um, I... 
opened the cupboard door where we keep the toothbrushes and my wife's toothbrush, which sits in a little glass container of its own and, and mine next to it, they'd fallen against one another uh, and it looked like they were kissing mm. and I took a photograph of it and I, and I sent it to her and I said, oh, look, our toothbrushes are kissing. You didn't <laughs> mention earlier that you took the photograph. That's, that's the yeah, worst yeah, thing that's about the whole, whole extra story. element. <laughs> I was trying to play it cool, all right? <laughs> Six o'clock in the morning. Um, Emma, may I ask, have you had to hand in a call badge this week? If not, that's fine. Yeah, no, I, I always have. Um, <laughs> me and... So I'm married to someone who is obsessed with Game of Thrones. I am not. Um, but every time it's on, we do the whole orchestral version of the um, the opening credits. <laughs> Just me and Stefan together, two-man orchestra. Um, I do think... I don't like the show, but I do think it's one of the best theme tunes of all time. Yeah. And so whenever he yeah, talks about it, we go... And he does like the extra bits, and he's like, and I go, every time. This is a, this is a this is cool badge, and B we haven't slowed down a bit of the show yet. Yeah. Oh, in, a, in a long time, so cool badge, <laughs> happily accepted, Emma Jones. I, I think people really like the Game of Thrones theme tune purely out of Stockholm syndrome because there have been about eighty episodes, and the theme tune goes on for eleven minutes. So we've spent so much time in the company of a theme tune that people are sort of like, yeah, actually, I really like it. And it's yeah. like, no, you don't. You're just used to it. It's unnecessarily long, isn't mm. it? There's a dystopian future where people are in a queue at a supermarket with their baskets, just all staring into the middle of this, going. Dum, dum, dum. <laughs> Um, Glenn, have you had to hand in the cool bag yes, at all? Yes, I gave up uh, takeaways for Lent um, and uh, there, was, there was a burger place around the corner from me and I didn't really think I was going there too much but I was like, it would be healthier if I don't go for the whole of Lent. And I, I, I returned triumphantly um, a few days ago for my first one post-Lent and uh, I was like, hello, can I please order? And she went, chicken burger with extra chicken and mozzarella fries. Oh! Uh, yes. You've got uh, the usual. I'd love I've to got have a, that. I've got a, the usual at a burger place. Oh, yes. In, in, in my old house, I'm a big fan of an Indian takeaway, as I think mm. everyone listening to the show will know. In my old house, I, did, I just wanted to take a break from them because they were losing their special appeal. Mm. It used to be like a Friday thing, where then it became a Monday and a Wednesday. So I just thought, <laughs> I'm going to take a break. They rang me to check if I was okay. Oh, no. <laughs> I kid you not. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I had to move. I, I had to move. The Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. I'd like to hand my wife Tilly's call badge in, please, Dave. What you got then? Here we go. Earlier this week, she exclaimed from the kitchen, We've been robbed! I ran through a bit panicked to find her holding a bag of Monster Munch in one hand and the rest of the multi-pack in the others. She looked at me and said, This bag is four grams less than all the other bags. I never knew I lived with someone so uncool. And that's from Auntie Beverly. <laughs> Give me the cool badge, Tilly. Give me the cool badge. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. I'm confiscating the cool badges, as I do every every time this, uh, in the week, at this time of the week. If you stumble over some words, just beatbox. Style it out. Yeah, I'm an award-winning broadcaster. That's what you have to do as a tip for anyone to get into this industry. It's fine. Dearly beloved, we are gathered. <laughs> 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 Any sticky situation on air, not on a funeral. I should make that perfectly clear. Well, well said, Glenn. All right, joining us on line one, we have Amy. Good morning, Amy. Morning, Dave. Uh, morning. Lovely having you on the show. We believe it's not your cool badge that I'm taking. You're handing in your boyfriend's cool badge. Please tell everybody why. Oh, this is so bad. So, on um, Saturday, <laughs> we went shopping, and um, he was like, oh, there's no bananas. So we went back on the Sunday, and he was like, oh, my God, it's a Nana Fest. Sunday <laughs> always, 
always better than Saturday Nanas. And I was like, oh, in in the middle of the shot, I was like, next week, I'm handing your cool badge straight in today. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Amy. There's a lot to unpack here, but it's all Nana-based. So firstly, um, the term Nana, we associate that with uh, toddlers. Um, how old's your boyfriend? Um, he's 41. He's 41. Oh, no. so, so the term Nana. And then Nana Fest, um, that's another cool badge right there. And what's this whole theory yeah. about Sunday Nanas being better than Saturday Nanas? Have you, did you dig down into this theory? Yeah, I questioned him on that because I was like, where's that coming from? And basically, he has experience of shopping on a Sunday where the, the shelves are way more packed than they are on a Saturday, <laughs> especially in the Nana department. <laughs> the Nana department's a great name for a daily podcast. <laughs> um, Amy, what's your boyfriend's name? John. Tell John I'm taking his cool badge, OK? Okay, we'll do. Cheers, Dave. Lovely having you on the show, Amy. Thank you very much indeed. Hi, Dave and the team. I used to be the type of person who snuck out to go clubbing and dance to Nine Inch Nails. And then earlier today, I told off my son for wearing Thursday socks on a Wednesday. <laughs> you may as well burn my cool badge. <laughs> From Jackie London. What are Thursday socks? Uh, sometimes you get like socks and uh, pants that have the days of the week on them. I would be obsessive about that as well. Yeah, it's horrible. You're now a slave to your underwear. <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning. Time now for a handy little reminder that this radio show is accompanied by a daily podcast, which you can download from all the usual places. Subscribe, give us a little rating if you like. Yesterday's was titled Roger Moore is my favourite Bond to eat Easter eggs too. Before that, we had Fool Me Once, Fool Me Twice, Three Times a Lady, and of course the legendary Monkey Monkey Same Same, all available to download. Uh, and it was one eagle-eared listener that got in touch some time ago who said that they accidentally sat on their phone and the podcast began to play at half speed, making us sound a little bit like we were tipsy. And now we have the latest edition of the Drunk Podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Game of Thrones Emma Jones special. Enjoy. Um, me and... So I'm married to someone who is obsessed with Game of Thrones. I am not. Um, but every time it's on, we do the whole orchestral version of the um, the opening credits. <laughs> Just me and Stefan together, two-man orchestra. Um, Here we go. I do think... I don't like the show, but I do think it's one of the best mm -hmm. theme tunes of all time. Yeah. And so whenever he yes. talks... About it, we go and he does like the extra bits, and he's like, dun, 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 and I go, dun, 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 every time, every time. <laughs> The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio, the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, and Absolute Radio, where well, it's that time for you to shine yet again on the Daily Smash, um, as announced just. An hour and 20 minutes ago, tomorrow morning on the show, Noel Gallagher's going to be here and he's bringing brand new music with him, not to be missed. So as a little tribute to that, we thought the Daily Smash should be put Oasis in a film. Anything to do with Oasis in a film. And these are my two. I've got the Bonehead Collector, which I was particularly proud oh, of. Oh, nice. Well done. Former members. And I've got, hey, Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> 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 I know Liam listens from time to time. My apologies. Mm. Uh, Emma! 
I think I got it right today. I got what's the story finding Dory. Oh, oh yes. Great. Do you know what I mean, girls? <laughs> nice. And Supersonic the Hedgehog. Oh, oh, and the movie's coming out soon with Jim yeah. Carrey in it. Very good. Glenn! <laughs> <laughs> the Shining. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you're going to be the one that saves me, and after all, you're my Thunderball. <laughs> and Night at the Museum. Oh, well, that's just wonderful. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's Daily Smash time. Oh, you're doing well this morning. Inspired by the fact that Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds have surprised us all, to be frank, really surprised us with brand new music. And Noel is going to be on the show tomorrow playing it for us all. Well, we decided to uh, look at his first ever band. Was it his first ever band? Uh, And put Oasis into a film. The master plan... Of the apes nice. from Mark, Wonder Warley from Jill in County Durham, Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless <laughs> Mind from Kim in London, Let There Be Love Actually from Matt from Dorset, Don't Look Back in Anger Management, Dave from Cardiff, yep. The Never Ending Story, Morning Glory from Andy from Bristol, Jurassic Parker is a good one from Oh, Andy. it's very good. This film gets mentioned nearly every time we do anyone based around films. Is it No Country for Old Men? It's it's Noel Country for Old Men from Brenda. Very good. Stuart Little by Little. That's from Mike. (laughs) Acquiesce Man from Brenda 66. (laughs) The Hills Have Beady Eyes. Not technically Oasis, but we'll take it from Ross. I Hope I Think I Know What You Did Last Summer. And finally from Bernard, Howard the Duck in the bushes <laughs> very good everybody the Daily Smash will be back tomorrow and don't forget Noel Gallagher's going to be here too the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast Absolute Radio goodbye and thank you for tuning in it's been a big old show I think well the biggest part of it was announcing that Noel Gallagher is going to be on tomorrow's show Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds have some new music um, you can google this you can look for it high and low it's a total surprise Us fans, the industry alike, are all shocked. But Noel is on the show tomorrow. We're going to be playing the brand new one by the High Flying Birds for you all. And, of course, I'm going to be putting Noel Gallagher through showbiz scenarios. Let's see who he does and who he picks from his world in those hypothetical situations. All I need to do now is name the daily podcast. And uh, this spawned so many wonderful stories to find out why how and hear them for yourselves and the best thing to do of course is to subscribe and download the podcast from all the usual places it is entitled my mother-in-law's cagoule (laughs) i'll leave you those words he came he saw he tried to conquer but alas we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again the dave berry breakfast show podcast absolute radio